0: Morning, everyone. This is Marcy Ann. I'm going to talk about one of my favorite subjects today: (laughs) Um, the illegals and the 14th Amendment. Because I just can't understand why the presidential candidates aren't talking about the illegal situation from the standpoint of the 14th Amendment. I'd like to get, you know, I like to get to the root of situations the root of the illegal situation is the 14th Amendment. So I'm going to kind of keep talking about this until the 14th Amendment is corrected. The 14th Amendment was passed at the end of the Civil War in 1868. Um, It was decided at that time that we as a country were going to end slavery and the black people who had been brought to this country from South America as slaves were not going to be slaves anymore. They would be set free. Now, during the time of Reconstruction, the 14th Amendment had uh, overturned the Supreme Court's notorious ruling in the Dred Scott versus Stanford case, where the Supreme Court had originally decreed that black Slaves were not citizens. So now the Supreme Court corrected itself because, with the freeing of the slaves, if that black slave had been born here, the 14th Amendment guaranteed him the rights as a citizen of the United States. <clears throat> you know, so the first freedom of the 14th Amendment is the right to live and, and to work here in the United States. To live here, first of all, and have all the rights of citizenship. And then the second part of that first freedom is to be able to work here. You know, I kind of always like to remind black people that being set free didn't mean they didn't have to work anymore. Because as a slave, you know they had their food, clothing, and shelter provided for them in exchange for doing the work of the plantation. So, like, they didn't get a salary, but they got all their food and all their clothes and a house, and you know um, all the things that are needed for life um, as a result of work of their work they did on the plantation. So after they were set free, they had to become responsible for providing their own food and their own clothing and their own shelter by continuing to work, (laughs) not as a slave, but as a free man. Now, many in the black community, you know, still haven't made this change. They just still depend upon the welfare of the white man to provide them assistance, and in some cases... In the 132 years since the end of slavery, all those generations of black people are still on white man's welfare. Now, this is partly true because in the years that followed the Civil War, uh, mostly in the South, black people weren't treated like citizens with the full rights of citizenship for quite a while. So the 14th Amendment to the Constitution was passed. Um, It was the way the South was forced to give up their ideas about slavery because at that point, Congress decided not to grant any of those southern states any representation in Congress until they abided by the Constitution and the newly created 14th Amendment. (coughs) Okay, the first... First freedom is the right to live here. Second freedom is the right to work here. The third freedom is to to be able to uh, enter and leave the United States freely. The fourth freedom is to vote. Voting for federal office in all 50 states in the District of Columbia is restricted to citizens only. The United States Constitution bars states from restricting citizens from voting on grounds from voting on grounds of race, color, previous condition, non-payment of taxes or gender. None of those conditions are can preclude you from your vote. Except there are some states that are bar felons from voting even after they've completed any custodial sentencing, which which I feel is wrong. I think if a person has paid their debt to society, that then they should have their right as a citizen returned to them. The fifth freedom is the freedom to stand for public office. The sixth freedom is to carry a gun. The seventh freedom is uh, your right to privacy. Uh, The eighth freedom is the right of due process of law. You can't just be dragged away. (laughs) Anymore, freedom. Uh, ninth freedom is to serve on a jury. The tenth freedom is to be in the military. The eleventh freedom is to have uh, consular protection worldwide. Any place in the world uh, where there's a U.S. consulate, you can have the rights of your citizenship, um, you know, protected. And finally, the twelfth freedom, and listen to this one pay taxes <laughs> the united states citizen has the right to pay taxes uh, the way the 14th amendment says it is the u.s. citizens are subject to taxation on their income whether it was earned in this country or another country you know we kind of have a curious situation here in the u.s. right now because 47 percent of our citizens don't pay any taxes And just let me tell all of you who think that the rich should pay more taxes the top 10% of the richest people in the U.S. pay 70% of the total amount collected in federal income taxes. And that's according to the latest figures that are available. And, okay, so the top 10% pay. 70% of all taxes that are paid. And of the remaining 90% of the people, 47% don't pay any taxes. And the other 43% pay less than 30% of all taxes paid. Now, more than 51% of the citizens of the U.S. now receive some sort of public assistance. And I just wonder how much longer this is going to be able to be true because uh, who's going to pay into the tax fund that's supporting all of these other people? Fewer and fewer people are paying into the system and more and more people are taking out from the system, which has caused the national debt. That's what causes the national debt. We're robbing Peter to pay Paul. And somewhere along the line, this is not going to work anymore. Okay, so the 14th Amendment says that if you're a citizen of the U.S. and your child is born in a foreign country, your child is a citizen of the U.S. But it also says that all persons born in the U.S. and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the U.S. and of the state wherein they reside. This is where the correction is needed the Supreme Court has made mistakes before and corrected them. <clears throat> they, uh, they corrected the former judgment that the court had said that the uh, black slaves weren't citizens, and so they declared that if they were born here, they would be citizens upon emancipation. So that 14th Amendment has served its purpose now. It guaranteed that all black people are now free citizens of the U.S. with all those rights and privileges I just listed, all 12 of them, to live, to work, to pay taxes, to be in the military, to vote, all those precious rights that we have as citizens of the United States. This amendment also covered the American Indian, because Indians weren't considered citizens either. Now, all this has been true for 132 years. Now, I know this isn't very long. And that being said, actually, our country is still very, very young, and it's still learning. And if the Supreme Court has had to reverse itself before, it can reverse itself again. We learn from our experiences You know justices are, all, are just mortals They're influenced by the times that they live in And as the times change And the rulings have had to be changed Change is just a part of evolution Because nothing is set in stone <clears throat> I am in favor of citizens U.S. citizens being eligible for public welfare programs, but only citizens should be able to get taxpayer money that's been paid for by tax-paying citizens. I do not uh, feel that illegal immigrants should be able to qualify for welfare programs until they are U.S. citizens. Because if all of the illegals of this country who have U.S. citizenship U.S. citizen children were given amnesty with citizenship, then that mass of new citizens can begin to work legally and pay taxes. This balance would be noticed. But you know what? Republicans don't want these illegals to be able to vote because they are all going to vote Democratic. These are God-fearing, Catholic family-oriented people who do not want war. They don't want their U.S. citizen children growing up and having to go to war. These are peaceful, loving people, so they are not going to vote for the Republican warmongers. And our country can't do without these people. They do all the jobs that Americans don't want to do. And you know what? They're good at doing these jobs. They are faithful, devoted workers, happy to have a job. They do their jobs with determination and and dedication. And the way things are now, this God-fearing Catholic family-oriented people are being corrupted by this current system. Because now the Hispanic Mexican community has more than 50% of their kids born out of wedlock because of the age dependent children program. You know, early in my business when white people were starting to live together and not getting married, the Hispanic Mexican community was still getting married. And within the Catholic influence, the sacrament of marriage is holy to these God fearing loving people. In order to make it here, since they can get age dependent children if they aren't married now, They're not getting married because it's an economic thing. But if they were citizens, they could get jobs and pay taxes and be independent and self-supporting. And then they'll be able to get married again, and they won't need welfare. That Aid to Dependent Children program needs to be revised. I feel like it should be stopped. It has not done what it was supposed to do. It has just become a mechanism for our society to be totally irresponsible concerning their sexual needs. There's really no excuse for any child to be born today by accident. And I would challenge every one of those 78% of the black women who get pregnant and who aren't married, why did you not use birth control Why did you allow this little child to come into the world when you knew you did not have a father for him or her to help raise them, nor the resources to provide that child any kind of a chance in life? Did you do it on purpose in order to get the aid-dependent children money to live on? Women are going to be sexually active. They have a responsibility to make sure they don't get pregnant. This has always been the woman's responsibility. It is always the woman who in the moment says yes or no. The single women today can be casual about this as long as they can get that income for that child. The child welfare programs have become a way to earn a living for the 78% of the black single mothers and the 53% of the Hispanic Mexican mothers. In the case of the Hispanics and the Mexicans, the mother and the father of the child do live together. The father works and takes care of the family, but they don't get married, so the mother can get that extra income. And in the case of the Hispanics and Mexicans, many of those mothers do stay home and take care of their children. And I believe that if the illegals were granted citizenship, that would immediately reduce the illegitimacy among Hispanics because their Catholic faith is deep within the fabric of their soul, and they really want to be married. And in the case of the blacks, the single mother is raising the child without any help or support, emotionally or economically from the father, living in Section 8 housing, getting food stamps, totally supported by the hard-working citizens who pay taxes, which is where the welfare money comes from. You know, I sometimes think that people think that welfare is just free money from the government. Well, the government is you and me. We are a government of the people, for the people, by the people. People pay taxes. This is where the government gets the money from the people, from the people who work, from people like me who work and pay taxes. I mean, Judge Judy on her daily show likes to point this out to those people who come into her courtroom, many of whom are living on some sort of public assistance she'll remind them, I'm working today so you can get all that money you get from the government. I am the government. I am paying your bills. A lot of these people in her courtroom uh, who are on welfare and living in Section 8 housing and getting aid to dependent children and food stamps come to court with all these fancy hairdos and long fancy fingernails and eyelashes and all kinds of jewelry. That's why she asks them these questions about their income because it's pretty obvious what she's pointing out to all of us. I read recently about the amount of money that black women do spend on their hair and nails. You know, I don't care how much they spend as long as they're spending their own money that they have worked for. But if they're spending mine, I get pretty upset because that money is for food and for a decent home for themselves and their child. So the 14th Amendment states, All persons born in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. Well, is illegal, illegal subject to the jurisdiction of the United States? I would say that anyone who is in this country is subject to its jurisdiction. And if a person is here illegally, they are subject to the jurisdiction and should be deported. So the Supreme Court's been wrong in the past, and it's had to reverse itself. When the citizenship rights of the freed slaves were in jeopardy by their error, And we can't go back. All we can do is go forward, correcting errors of the past and setting things straight for now, always recognizing that we may still have to make more corrections as we go along. You know, almost all of the dramatic changes we have tried to correct in the more recent years, you know, about abortion and same-sex marriage and desegregation and discrimination, they have all been adjudicated through this 14th Amendment. We just keep making mistakes and trying to correct them as we expand and define our relationships with one another. But we are living in a time of great expanded revelation. The confines of the old patterns just aren't big enough today to allow for the diversity of the human genome. We're not going to be able to legislate responsibility Because each and every moment between two people, there's going to be an eternal moment just between those two people. And the effects of that will affect the whole. And by the whole, I mean (laughs) the entire human genome, the whole earth, the entire solar system, the entire galaxy, the entire universe. And the only law that we need is the law of loving and being loved. And that is going to be expressed individually and singly, moment by moment. You just can't legislate morality any more than we can legislate having sex or drinking beer. But let's take another look at this 14th Amendment and let us reevaluate where we are now. We need to stop the corruption that is attached to the undocumented persons being here. Only citizens should benefit from the great generosity of this country. And babies born, no matter where they are born, should take on the citizenship of the parents, period. And this should be an absolute, globally, And actually, it is true in every other country on the earth. So since we sort of are a relatively new country, you know, it's just time now for us to grow up and correct the errors of our past. Our national welfare is threatened. It's definitely a question of the future of our country as A nation.